What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. And I'm your other host, Bailey Delory. Hello. Hello, hello. We were just together at a coffee shop about 30 minutes ago. I know. We missed each other, so we had to just record our podcast right now. That's been like a real vibe, like coffee shop work dates. It's been the move. Yeah, honestly, I don't know why we weren't doing them a lot before, but I'm loving at least once a week doing it. It's yeah, so nice. I like not, I focus more like out of my house. Same. I've been like having such a hard time. I love being at my desk because I have my second monitor, which is really nice, but I've just been loving just getting out of my house. We go to coffee shops. I get a coffee. Maddie doesn't. (laughs) Maddie brings her, we both bring our meal prep and Bailey goes to a gas station and heats her up and I just eat mine cold. (laughs) Yeah. Let me know what kind of girl are you? I, Maddie will eat food that's meant to be warm, not warm. And I just, it's just like not as satisfying in my opinion, but I mean, it's not, it's absolutely not, but I'm just like at the point where I'm so hungry that I just need to eat it. So, well, I brought a lunch that could be cold today. So I thought ahead. Very smart. It's funny too, though, because when I do like heat up food or like have it at home, it needs to be like scorching hot. Like I am like, I need it so hot, but then at, you know, when I'm can't heat it up, I'm like, eh, whatever, I'll just eat it. I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. Teach their own, sis. I know. Well, I know it's only Tuesday, but what was your highlight of the week or weekend? Um, well, I mean, like, this doesn't happen yet, but this weekend is going to be Jakob's birthday. That's Jake. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. I mean, he's quite busy with all of his things for like basketball. So I don't know like how much we'll be able to do, but nonetheless, it's exciting. I'm such a bad daughter going out of town. Yeah, how rude. You're not even going to be here for your father's birthday, you brat. I know. He was like, are you going to have Are you gonna have some of the cake? I was like, first off, I won't be here. Second off, I'm on 75 parts. So rude. <laughs> no, I know we were talking about it last night. Maddie came over for dinner and how last year on his birthday, Jake was doing 75 parts. So he didn't have birthday cake. And which yeah. is like, very impressive. Yeah. So, like, so glad I get to have it this year. I know. Also, the cake that you're getting him, like, that's what I want for my birthday. Okay. An ice cream cookie cake? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like ice cream cake because I just, like, when you have ice cream cake, the cake's just not good. But I will say this one is good. It's from Baskin Robbins. And instead of cake, it's, like, cookie cake with ice cream. And it's low-key fire. Yeah, that sounds so freaking good. I also don't like ice cream cake, but I like, like, Dairy Queen, their ice cream cake is just ice cream, I think. Yeah. And it's fire. I just don't really like cake, but that that sounds good. Okay, well, we'll get that for your birthday. Okay, perfect. What's <laughs> um, your birthday? Well, I was like, with my family in Dallas this last weekend. It was really fun. My sister and I went to a concert. I think I talked about this last week. What was the concert you went to? Who was it? Kat Beastie. She's a country yeah. singer. She's like up and coming, but I love her and she was so good. So she's definitely going to, she's definitely going to pop off yeah she's really good but well, it was so scary because Maddie's an OG fan yeah exactly um I was telling Bailey someone like passed out because they were so drunk and it was literally so scary my little sister was like terrified Breaking. she thought he literally died because he, it honestly looked like he did because he just like passed out his eyes were open it was really scary but anyways okay so we love that for him yeah so glad that wasn't me <laughs> um but yeah that was that was probably my highlight it was fun to just be with my fam and it was funny though because my little brother had state um like swimming he wasn't 
he would like join the swim team league or something. I don't know. So he wasn't like in state, but like he went with his team to go. Mm-hmm. And it was literally in Austin. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Well, that know. would of course happen. Yeah. So I was um in Dallas when he was in Austin. So that was not a sleigh, but it's fine. I still got to see him. So anywho. Anywho, welcome to the podcast. Today we're gonna be talking about how to eat like a healthy girly because I think there's just like no textbook definition. This is how to eat healthy. And I think that's what people look for is like, eat this, this, and this. And you can have a cookie X amount of times per week. And that's what being healthy is. It's finding that balance. But there's also a lot of misinformation. And I think that can get overwhelming because you're looking at social media, trying to figure out how to do it. And it's like, oh, you can't have this. You can't have this. You can't have this. You're like, what do I eat? Yeah, I think it is so overwhelming. And I talked about this actually on my TikTok today about when I was first starting my fitness journey, I was so overwhelmed because I was like Googling how to lose weight. And I was looking up YouTube because like how to lose weight. And there were so many different things like you have to track your macros. You have to do intuitive eating or sorry, intermittent fasting. You have to cut out carbs. You have to not eat sugar. You can't Mm -hmm. have fruit because it's too much, you know, and there's just so many things out there and it, it wasn't like a black and white thing and it's not, but there are like, I think quote unquote guidelines to follow yeah. of like, you still need to take care of your body and be a healthy human being and like put good foods into your body. And I think we just overcomplicate it because there's so much information out there. Um, and so I think just like thinking about whole foods first and following really the 80, 20 rule, I think is such a good rule to follow like majority of your life of like 80% whole foods, which means real foods that like come from the ground and then 20% of like foods that you just want to have because there's a difference between like physical hunger and psychological hunger and sometimes like you do actually need to listen to like your psychological hunger of like satisfying your your brain basically and like your hunger outside of just like actually being hungry yeah and I think again it's looking at age 20 rule and looking at what should my eating typically look like and this is kind of like general habits we'll focus on with our clients. Like, yes, a lot of our clients do have like macro or calorie goals, but we're focusing on habits with that. Cause I think the idea of like, oh, I hit my macros. So it's healthy. Well, like, no, because you can eat your mat, hit your macros and eat like shit. So it's realizing, okay, while I'm hitting these goals, like what are general habits that I want to focus on? And like general habits that we teach our clients is like every meal has a protein source. Every meal has a fruit and or a vegetable. And again, like there's going to be times where you eat out, maybe the meal doesn't have a vegetable and it's not the end of the world, right? That's where that balance comes in, but kind of following those general guidelines. So if you have like no idea where to start, that would be like my big thing is like in your day of eating, try to make sure that every meal has a protein source. And you're getting two to three servings of fruits and vegetables. That's like a really good, simple, easy baseline place to start. Then once you're consistently doing that, we can go in and like nitpick and fine tune things. And I think also realizing that there are different foods like have different caloric needs, but also (laughs) like hunger like it affects your hunger in different ways. And so, you know, like maybe X, you know, you could have. 10 almonds for 200 calories. I don't know the exact number, or you could have like something that's a lot more voluminous for the same amount of calories. And so obviously like your macro needs are different, but finding foods that are going to satisfy your hunger cues. And that's why I think a lot of our girls realize when they do start tracking that like, okay, I could have pizza right now, but it's probably not going to fill me up and make me feel the best. 
And um, in the book, I'm reading this doctor had a really good, or he's like, he is like what we do, basically a coach. And he had a really good perspective of like when people come into him, and this is honestly the approach we take too, is like that he doesn't tell them, eat this, don't eat this, don't eat. Like he doesn't tell them anything. He just says, this is what you need to like your X amount of calories. And then they're like, oh, fun. Like I can have whatever I want. So they start having lots of pizza and whatever. And then they're like, coach, I'm starving. And he's like, yeah, because you're eating this. So let's like try mm-hmm. and add in fiber and stuff like that. And it was just a really cool perspective of just like letting them find that on their own of like, I'm starving. And so now let's add in these things into your diet. And so I think it's that of like, not thinking about all these things that you need to cut out, but what can we add to our diet that's going to make us feel better, be less hungry, have better digestion. And then it's going to inevitably cut out those other quote unquote bad foods or less healthy foods. Yeah. Again, like Maddie said, focus on what you can add in, not what you need to remove. And that helps you realize like, okay, I can still have that, but I'm realizing I don't want it all the time. Like I can still get in protein and get in whole foods and I can go out and enjoy a piece of pizza. I can go out and enjoy a dinner here and there. Like that's where you get the idea of 80, 20 in moderation. It's most of the time I'm getting in whole foods and protein and things like that. And then in that 20%, maybe you go out once or twice a week, or, and then you go out on the weekend and have drinks. Like that's where you have balance. And I think where finding balance is hard for most people is instead of doing that and like having pizza in the middle of the week Mm -hmm. and then going out to a dinner, it's like, I can't have any of that. So all week you're like, I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. And then you get tired of fighting that. And then the weekend's like a free for all. And so you're 80, 20 doesn't mean I'm eating really good five days a week. And then two days I ball out. It's I'm eating healthy majority of the time. And then I'm fitting in those fun foods around that. Yeah. Honestly, the biggest thing is just like eliminating food rules because mm-hmm. there aren't rules to food. You can have what you want to. And so just realizing that, and then you're going to want to feed your body those good foods. And then when those foods are accessible, like a cookie, you can just have one and enjoy it yeah. and move on. And I think that's the biggest thing of people just say, oh, I can't have it. I can't have it. And then restriction always leads to binging. And so if you tell yourself that you can't have dessert, you can't have junk food, and then you go to a party and that stuff is in front of you, you are going to freaking ball out. You're going to have way more. Whereas if you, like you said, during the week, just allowed yourself to have that in moderation. When those events come, you can indulge, like have that in moderation and then move on from it. And it's not like you're throwing yourself completely off. Yeah, exactly. It's the idea of you're telling yourself you can't have something. And so you become consumed with it. That's where it's hard to have that balance. It's like if you tell a little kid, you can't have that, you can't do that they're going to want to do it even more because now that's all they're thinking about. And I think once you have like, not just telling yourself, but actually realizing, okay, I can have these things anytime I want. So if I'm eating it and I get full, it's okay to stop. It's okay to not finish it. If I really want it, I can have it again tomorrow. Or maybe you are trying to hit specific nutrition goals and you have been feeling like something and doesn't fit in that day. You're like, it's fine. I can have it tomorrow. And once our clients realize that you just see like the biggest shift in their mindset and their relationship with food. Yeah. And I think we are huge on balance, but also, like you said, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to tell yourself no, and that's okay too. Like maybe you are dieting or you're having less calories or you want, you know, maybe you have gut health issues and you do need to have a stricter diet or whatever it is. That's not a bad thing. And that's not necessarily restrictive. It's all really about your approach and your mindset behind it. Um, and I think, you know, for me, like I did go through phases where my gut health was terrible. And so I needed to really focus on only having whole foods. And I did cut out 
completely processed foods and that not to say that you have to do that, but just depending on what phase of life you're in, it's not a bad thing or you're not being restrictive if you are telling yourself no every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. It's understanding the phase of life you're in, like what your goals are right now. That's a conversation I've had a lot with clients of like, when we go from being in maintenance to being in a dieting phase, like it's okay to say no to things. I think social media really pushes two narratives of like one side being like only, you can only have whole foods and nothing else. And then the other side saying like, you can say yes to everything. If you say no, that's disordered. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say no to a cookie. It's also okay to say yes. And I think it's understanding that. And a conversation I had with a client, is like, she is wanting to be a little bit more strict. She has very specific goals. And so I'm like, you have to think about what serves you. And knowing that if something doesn't serve you, saying no to it's okay. Like there's a season of life where maybe going out and getting four or five drinks is okay and it serves the goal you have right then. But maybe right now that doesn't. And so going out and having one drink and then saying no to the rest, like that's okay. Yeah. And I think it's obviously just so normalized, like how shitty we eat in America yeah. and how often we're going out to eat and getting drinks and all of those things it is okay to say no to those things. It's also okay to go out and just not indulge in whatever everyone else is having. Like you said, there's been so many times where I go out with friends or whatever, and they're getting ice cream and like, I enjoy it. I don't care. Have fun. I just don't want it right now. It doesn't align with my goals and it doesn't have to be a big deal. People are going to make comments, but as long as you know your why and you're sticking to your guns of like, Hey, these are my goals. It doesn't align with it that's totally okay. And like, that should be more normalized. I hate that it's not, but it's okay to say no. Yeah. It's just, again, the more you do this, the more you're in tune with things and tracking and paying attention to what you're eating, the easier these choices are going to get, because you're going to be more in tune with your body and like your body is going to crave what you give it. And so that's something we'll see with a lot of clients is like, they are craving a lot of processed things or eating out because that's what they're used to doing. And then once they start being more in tune with things, it's like, okay, I'm realizing that I don't feel as good when I eat those things a lot okay to have them. I'm going to enjoy them in moderation, but I know that I feel better when I'm eating X, Y, Z as opposed to going out all the time. Yeah. And it's probably going to be an adjustment at first of changing your diet. But if you Mm -hmm. never actually make that adjustment, your body's constantly going to crave those processed foods, constantly going to crave those sugars and whatever it is. But if you are working towards having a healthier diet, it may be hard at first, but it's going to get so much easier. And that's what your body is inevitably going to crave um but I want to switch gears to like food rules and like things like that what is like the craziest diet culture thing you feel like you've heard or like heard recently on social media oh there's so many I I think just anytime anybody completely demonizes something like yes there's some things that are better for you than others like obviously we all know we all know processed food's not great for you but if you have things every once in a while it's not going to kill you and I think that's just the it's just that whole concept on social media of like if you have this, you're going to have 10,000 health issues and die. Like that's mm-hmm. literally how people act. Like they'll go, yeah. you'll see videos of people in the grocery store. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people eat this. And it is like, it may, it gives you so much food guilt. So I think just knowing most of the time, if people are speaking in extremes and absolutes, they're probably full of shit. But like the one that just like absolutely sends me is how people like, you can't have fruit. Like that's like yeah. a thing right now. It's like, you can't have fruit. It's too much sugar. It's natural sugar. Yeah. We don't want a ton mm-hmm. of added and processed sugar, but there's natural sugars in fruit and that you can have that. Like yeah. that's okay. And I guarantee you it's better than the shit ton of fat that you're having in the you know, butters and things like that. If you're coming from like a keto background, whatever. But yeah, I think it's just like you said, the absolutes, like if someone is telling you something in an absolute, 
probably just don't listen to them unless you're absolutely yeah. allergic to something and you cannot have it or if it like doesn't set well with your body like some people yes. can't have gluten or shouldn't have gluten because it doesn't set well but that doesn't mean gluten's bad and nobody should have it also like please tell me one person that you saw get fat because they ate too much fruit please show me mm-hmm. yeah for real and I think you it's not it <laughs> yeah I feel like just as a society we are shifting to more of like the like, I think a lot of people are like hormone healthy and like, you know, healthy whole foods, which is great, but we are really demonizing a lot of foods, which Mm -hmm. I like a lot of people are like, you can't eat gluten and you need to cut out caffeine and all of these things, which is fine if that works for you. But me personally, I feel good eating gluten. I feel good with caffeine. I'm not going to cut it out because it does align with my fitness goals. It does align with my lifestyle and that's okay. Like you don't have to follow a certain diet just because some person said that it worked for them. If it worked for them, great, but it might not work for you or you might not enjoy it. Yeah. Again, it's looking at what's sustainable for you. Like if keto works great for you and you can live your whole Mm -hmm. life doing keto and you like it and you enjoy it, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if that's you do you, but most people can't do that. And that's again, where we have the issue of it's not healthy and it's not balanced and you don't ever maintain your results because you use something as a way to lose weight, but you can't live like that forever. And so you inevitably stop doing it and gain the weight back, right? We're not expecting clients to track macros forever, but yeah. macro tracking is a tool to teach you what portion sizes look like and what eating healthy looks like and what getting enough protein looks like and teaching you proper hunger cues so you can transition into intuitive eating. Versus things like keto that are giving you absolute food rules, like you can't have carbs. Yeah. When someone comes to me saying they're doing a certain diet, like keto or whatever it is, I'm like, okay, awesome. Like, do you feel like you could sustain that forever? And they're like, usually they try and defend it. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'll probably take some weekends off or what. And that's where you go wrong. Like if you feel like you cannot sustain it forever, and that means weekends too, it's never going to work. And that's why I love our approach of you can have whatever you want to. You can be flexible, obviously taking care of your body, putting mostly whole foods into your body, but also enjoying your life. Because like you said, if you don't enjoy it, if it's not sustainable, it's never going to work. So if somebody was saying they wanted to be healthier, they wanted to eat healthier and they have no idea where to start, what would be your piece of advice on where they should start? I mean, a lot of it depends on like obviously their goals, but I would, I would honestly say 80, 20 rule focus on looking at what they're eating on a day-to-day basis and try and get 80% whole foods into their diet. And I think that right there is going to be a huge adjustment for majority of people. Cause I don't think majority of Mm -hmm. people do eat whole foods. And so, you know, cutting out fast food or limiting, limiting fast food and just following the 80, 20 rule. And I think people will just absolutely change how they feel on a day-to-day basis, energy levels, you know, digestion, even probably a little bit of weight loss inevitably because you are just having Mm -hmm. more foods and you feel more satiated. Yeah, for sure. Would you agree with my answer or would you say something else? Mm, Let's think here. Um, I think just make small changes. I think people get overwhelmed because you're trying to go zero to a hundred. So I would say start with tracking your current intake and then just make a small change. And most of the time, the small change you're going to need to make is what Maddie said, start getting in whole foods. Like let's say you track your intake and your protein's terrible and you realize, wow, I eat out a lot. Because I think we eat out a lot and you don't realize it until you track it. And when you're having to like track it and think about it, it's like, oh shit. 
So if you're eating out six times a week, don't say, oh, I'm not eating out anymore. But okay, you know what? I'm going to try to only eat out four times this week. And just make small changes so you're not overwhelming yourself. Yeah, this might be a hard question to just like think of off the bat. But what do you feel like is the most common thing you hear from newer clients are like the most common struggle when they're trying to like start eating healthier and track their macros and things like that. I honestly think it's just like the expectation that they're all of a sudden going to be hitting things perfect. Yeah. And really like that, like it takes time. You're not all this, like food is a huge part of our life. It's integrated in so many things. It's integrated and you have to like, I don't remember where I heard this perspective, but it helps so much of like, you know, a lot of us have really shit relationships with food. And that's like the one, like this ordered thing. That's probably the hardest to fix because like, if you have a bad relationship with alcohol, you can mm-hmm. just literally cut alcohol out completely from your life. But if you have a bad relationship with food, it's not like you can just cut food out of your life. Like you still have to eat every day. So there are a lot of ingrained habits that are going to take time to change. So just being patient with yourself. And like I said, set small goals every week. And I know it's frustrating because you're like, that small goal is not going to get me where I want to be. But when you stack those small goals on top of each other, they will. And it's so much better. I rather you start small and actually sustain it for an entire year or lifestyle rather than like start huge and then fall off every two months. And I think that's the biggest misconception. And I hear it so often with like new potential clients when I'm talking to them of like, well, I have this event coming up and like, I'm really worried about like eating or they they think that we expect them to be perfect. And even with like workouts or whatever, they're like, maybe I'll miss. And like, I want you to, I told someone yesterday, I was like, I want you to mess up. I don't want yeah. to be perfect because that's not enjoyable. Unrealistic, that's not this, yeah. yeah. That's not what this is about. It's about enjoying your life, but also feeling good while doing it. Yeah. That's the number one thing I probably say the most is it's consistency, not perfection. Like none of us are going to be perfect. You shouldn't expect that of yourself. Like just take that off the table right now, because that's not how you live life. And that's not how any one of our clients gets results. They get by being consistent. Like no client have I ever had that's been perfect. Neither have I and neither of you. But when they're consistent, they see progress. Yeah, totally. I think the biggest takeaway is just like trying to add in more whole foods and know that it's going to take time. You're not going to be perfect and don't overwhelm yourself from the beginning because that's never going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And enjoy some fruits, sis. It's okay to have that's whatever. Real, for real. Have a banana. It's not too many carbs. <laughs> Yeah. And you can have carbs, carbs that make you fat and fat doesn't make you fat. Eating too much food makes you fat. Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. As always, you can catch us every Friday with a new episode. You can also follow us on Instagram. Maddie's is Maddie underscore bunker. Maddie with one D and mine is Bay Delory. Make sure to rate and review the show, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and share to your Instagrams. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Bye, y'all.